I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You may already know that the Football Ramble have teamed up with audible.co.uk to offer you a free audiobook of your choosing when you sign up for a free one-month trial at audible.co.uk slash football ramble. So if you want Why England Lose by Simon Cooper and Stefan Szymanski, I Partridge by Alan Partridge, or The Football Men, Up Close with the Giants of the Modern Game by Simon Cooper, then sign up at audible.co.uk slash footballramble, or choose from a range of about 60,000 other titles. The 30-day free trial means you can choose a free audiobook, which is yours to keep, whether or not you decide to cancel in the trial period. Go to audible.co.uk slash footballramble and sign up now. Unorthodox. We call our own shots. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Football Ramble. Good to have you here. My name's Marcus and we're still in Kiev. It's the last show from the wonderful city in Ukraine. And Jim's here. Hello. Pete's here. I'm here, yes. And Luke Moore completes the trio. All right. He is indeed. Flavour. Yeah. Hot stuff. Many of that. Now, gentlemen, Group A and Group B have been decided, but we're going to start with Group A, where the hosts have gone out as well has has the Russians. <laughs> um, uh, let's start with Greece versus Russia. Everyone thought that was a foregone conclusion. Yeah, very much so. Very and it, it proved to be. Greece went... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they're going to win now. <laughs> We've seen this happen before. They're going to win the whole thing. The, the, seriously, though, the, the Russia goal was the worst goal in terms of... You mean the Greek goal? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, the, 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 the goal Russia conceded was the most... Well, the throw in and then... Yeah, yeah. bit of defending. And a terrible the time in the game as well. Yeah, just absolutely schoolboy stuff. Just you can't be... You, you can't have Greece using a throw-in as a devastating through ball <laughs> if you want any chance of progressing. Just, yeah. I really do think they just assumed they'd win, but Greece have obviously kept that kind of battling mentality. That they, you know. And if there was a team that would use half-time to set up shop even, shut up shop even more, yeah. it would be Ireland, but <laughs> if there were two, it would be Greece. To be fair to the Greeks, they, they came out second half. To be fair, the Greeks, they invented roads. Yeah. Did they? The Romans. Ah, right. They invented the Romans. And modern democracy. Mm. Well, yeah. Um, But, uh, I mean, Karagounis scored the goal, which which did feel a bit of a smash and grab in the first half, because Russia was very retro. Karagounis scoring in Europe. I love Karagounis because he seems to be a man, 35 years old I think he is now, he hasn't been paid since September, apparently, due to like, the Greek financial crisis and this yeah. sort of stuff. Mm. He seems to me like, to be a man of strong moral fibre. Absolutely. But 100 odd caps for Greece. Mm. Yeah. I imagine he's a very calming, great influence in that side, especially mm. the young players around him. Yeah. And he pops up. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll move on to what happened to him in the second half in a brief moment. But the first half, um, Russia were dominant. 
it just looked as though yeah here we go Russia will win and yeah. it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, Poland Czech Republic and we probably expected the polls to go through as well uh, Russia just bombarding. I think. I think Russia thought. You know, they, they've lost. They, they won their f- opening game four yeah. one. Is this perhaps the, the, what happened to Ukraine? Their minds were perhaps in in the second round already. Yeah, I think that's probably true. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, because they they drawn with Poland. That, they would have been up for that. A big derby match. That said, they they dominate large parts of the game. They did, yeah. but they didn't make it count. I mean, they, pff, Greece. They didn't. And bother them that much compared to the possession they had and also but just to put it into perspective a little bit if it was on goal difference Russia would be through yeah mm. Russia had the best goal difference by far in the group mm. it's just a head to head thing knocked them out basically yeah well we've often said we prefer goal difference don't we oh, I yeah. think you've got to prefer goal difference something. You know I mean goal difference rewards attacking play mm. the head to head stuff that they do in La Liga I'm not a fan of it at no all. I'm not no. And the playoffs in Serie A, I don't know if they still do that, they certainly used to. Um, but into the second half, though, um, now you talk about Karagounis. <laughs> the moment of the second half, I think for most people, was when he got booked for a dive when he charged into the box. And the Greece, uh, the Greece, the Greeks were looking like they might go on for a second, to be mm. fair to them. Do you think it was a dive? No, absolutely not. It was a, it was a foul and a blatant one, and he was fuming. I mean, yeah. I've never seen. He lost his head mm. quite simply, and a couple of minutes later, they panned back to him, and he was just going. Aah! Yeah, <laughs> but, but he was mad. It's because he misses the next match, though, isn't it? That's basically why he's already been booked. Is that so he right? Misses the next match, mm. but still, though, I think the injustice of it. It's going to be one of those moments that you see on the highlight reel at the end yeah. of the Euros. Him just screaming into the Along night. Along with uh, Zhagayev when he scored, where well, he just absolutely postal. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, thinking about the Karagos thing, he might not be booked. Like, he might be yeah, they get set after the group yeah. stage. So mm. anyway, it but, was still, it was, it was but it was the injustice because they knew they needed to win. And you're denied what is a clear penalty, yeah. a clear penalty, and and someone pulls you out for diving. It's, yeah. It would frustrate you so it's much. Insult to injury. Exactly. He was he was taken off, which I think was a good move from the Greek coach because he, he probably was going to get himself sent off or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, do himself an injury. Yeah, but he was the hero, and he, I think he was given man of the match award. And and it is great for Greece. The country yeah, really has had such a bad time of late. Yeah, well, they play Germany in the next game. Yeah. So do they have to lay down for that yeah. one? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Germany probably technically own Greece. They yeah. Like yeah. There are footballs. Mm. So give us this match. We'll, we'll write off some of your debt. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> um, uh, now, uh, obviously, it's disappointing for Russia very much so, and it was Dick Advocat's last game in charge. Didn't really yeah. go to plan. He didn't seem to care. He doesn't. Does uh, he? Well, he said he's just a man who does not enjoy life. He, he <laughs> yes. said, um, uh, "Did we not play that well? I'm sorry. We should have won, but we didn't. I suppose in some way I'll be blamed for that. But I'm not too interested in what people say about me." That's what you want to hear as a Russian fan, isn't it? He's yeah. off to his new job. He's, he's already he's already <laughs> packed up. In his well, his mind's already in the next job, yeah, as yeah. opposed to the next round. Uh, so desperately disappointed for the Russians, who look so good in their opening game. Yeah, and it, it, I think it's just all the countries that um, use the Cyrillic um, alphabet, which I'm obsessed with at the moment. Right. <laughs> yeah. So they were pre- clearly preoccupied about how um, difficult their letters are to understand. Yeah. So yeah. that's what made them lose, I think. <laughs> and the St George spirit got Greece through because he's yeah. their patron saint yeah. as well. <laughs> he is, yeah. um, it, was, it was an English performance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and again, I, they owe they owe us really for that, don't they? They owe us for probably other things as well. The, the world owes us. <laughs> it was interesting to see how uh, Salpingida started, didn't it? He was so influential in the first game, yeah. so that might have made a bit of a difference. But I'd like to see Fatsidis play more because he, yeah. he's this young, sort of talented. They call him the Greek Messi, but I think that's more to do with the fact that he had these hormone injections like Messi did. But, yeah. <laughs> but he's a very exciting young player. I'd like yeah. to see him be, especially when Greece could do it a bit of an outlet. You know, I know yeah. Fernando Santos is a bit more attacking than Rayaga was, but he could still do a bit more of a, a sort of attacking outlet. Set up the same, go for the throw ins. Mm. Oh, yeah. City would uh, <laughs> devastate like, like um, Greece's number five, his name's Papadopoulos. Yeah. He, he's a, he's, he looks quite young, but he looks like. 
Tough paper. Like a sort of, like a real sort of farm hand. Like he's <laughs> yeah. from, right from the sticks, you know, he's an absolute neck. bruiser. He's still clearly young, but he is going to be an absolute monster when he gets older. <laughs> it is absolutely remarkable that Greece have gone through. Bearing in mind the first 45 minutes against Poland, down to 10 men and 1-0 mm. down. Yeah. And they've still got Russia's apply. They've gone through. I mean, that, yeah. honestly, that is right up there mm. with, with, with some of the greatest sort of upsets of, of the championship. They're doing it again. Yeah, it's on. If they, I was but really, that, this time Germany yeah. in the way. I was yeah, true. <laughs> I was annoyed when they won it last time. I mean, let's let's hypothetically think about if they did it again, what it would actually <laughs> be like. Because I would love it this time. The fact they've they've managed to do it twice, even yeah. if they did it in that horrible yeah. negative and way. And also, their country's going through a lot of strife, so yeah. it'd be a great sort of a welcome mm. relief for their for their yeah. citizens and stuff. It'd be amazing. England, mm. Greece are final, yeah. Oui. Definitely, St George is the winner. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Poland have gone out though. They mm. they lost one nil to um, the Czech Republic again. It's bloody alphabet. Another the remarkable one the Czechs <laughs> losing their opening game 4-1 yeah. the Czechs went through a negative goal difference and they've gone through yeah, as, as, as top of the group the Czechs just look ropey and just passed it in their opening game and, Czech um, looked yeah. awful and ropey oh, and it. Yeah. <laughs> and they weren't even particularly um, impressive against Greece you know they really sort of you know Kind of just yeah, sauntered to that victory, but you know they've they've, they've done it when it mattered. Eurosheck's been excellent for them. Yeah, it's well. a really great. good goal. goal. Can, if the Euros are sort of Euros pass or anything to go by, he'll now sign for Liverpool and just not be that good. <laughs> yeah. That's the way it goes. That's yeah. the way it goes. But um, I really felt for the Polish. I mean, it meant so I much did as well. They were devastated after yeah. the game. Um, it's interesting the politics around the Polish team because um, Mikhail Zahodny writes for us right about Smuda, the the coach, saying mm. that you know. He, there's a lot of question marks about whether he's really in charge and whether he's got the because uh, he leaves the post now I think yeah. um, but whether he's got the authority, authority authority to sort of make them do what he wants and whether mm. people like Kuba and Lewandowski are more are huge personalities yeah. stopping him doing what, implementing what he wants to do and if that is the case it could have undermined them I think mm. and they're out yeah I, th- yeah. I thought that um, I felt for Morawski gave the ball away and, and yeah. for the goal that was a shame it was a nice breakaway goal though wasn't it and it was it was a very quick feat from Juricek well, I didn't, I, we, we, we watched the goals of the highlights uh, earlier today and we saw that um, the BBC commentary <laughs> or the pundit, actually it was the BBC punditry and there was a, there was a bit where Barros broke his neck to get into the penalty area and the ball yeah. came over the top he tried to control it yeah basically and I think which he famously you know, can't do yeah. yeah but I mean he still thinks he can do it bless him and yeah. uh, he had a go <laughs> let him have a go <laughs> he's got a really good international scoring record but he, was he not top scorer in 2004 he was joint yeah. I think yeah, joint top scorer. and yeah, Real so Madrid were apparently interested <laughs> in him after that because that was when they were as ridiculous as they've ever been <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay yeah. anyway look but yeah so Barros was in and obviously he fluffed his lines a little bit and, but as you said it Mark he tried to control it and Alan, Alan Shearer just went yeah, well, I just don't think he wanted it. I don't think he wanted the ball. Yeah, yeah oh, what I he think really he did want the ball. <laughs> he was he was really really hoping for an opposition goal kick. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he has delivered. He's legged yeah. it through. He's bombed on, broken the offside yeah. trap, busted his backside <laughs> to get into the penalty area in a really tough game. They need to win. And thought, you know what? I don't have my fancy. I've overshot this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm out of energy. Yeah, yeah. He turned around. He, and he, went, it. he doesn't need it. Yeah. He yeah. turned around and went, "Don't worry, lad. Still nil nil." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Manager's fist pumping. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> but um, the Czechs go on to play. Um, uh, Portugal Portugal yeah, yes. oh, that is Greece against Germany Czech Republic against Portugal That's, very few people would have predicted that well that this is it we, we said didn't we when we were back in um, Bonnie England that um, the, the, the suspected winners of the groups you know we started off with Russia and Poland straight away we said but it never turns out like yeah, that no. group A certainly hasn't and group B hasn't either 
because the Dutch have lost all three of their games. I did quite like it. Ahead of the, the last two games in Group B, obviously very exciting because mm. all four teams, like Group A actually, mm. um, could have gone through. And Diego Maradona, um, I think, summed it up. as quoted in the Times of India saying, it's desperation time in Group B. <laughs> I think that was more um, uh, towards the, the Dutch there. But, yeah. um, but Portugal beat Holland 2-1. Holland started uh, with a more attacking lineup without Van Bommel. Van der Vaart was in there. Yeah, uh, Van yeah. Persie was in there with um, Huntelaar. Which uh, I think we were all calling for, really. We were indeed. And for the first 15 minutes, it was going well. They were attacking. Uh, Van der Vaart scored a great opener. And then after that, Portugal really took charge. Ronaldo um, finally woke up, didn't he? Mm. Yeah. Oh, God. You could, you could sort of... Anti- I mean, I mentioned that in a picture I wrote the other day. You, you knew he was going to do that after the, after the game yeah. against Denmark. You, yeah. you, you would never yeah, fancy him to be that bad two games in a row. Crunch he, time for Ronaldo. He, he'll be very, very aware of that. You know, he's a man who's aware of his own legacy and wants to yeah. cultivate his own legend. And he'll know that, you know, he's never going to be this age at a European tournament again. Mm. He had to so change his hairstyle at half-time. We had a lot it, of tweets. He did that in the other game. Yeah. A lot of strange. The second, the second Portugal was like um, it was a proper Real Madrid sort of breakaway kind of goal, wasn't yeah. it? There's been a kind of um, decent amount of counter-attacking goals, which has been really exciting. Mm. Yes, yeah, they could really have had a third as well. They yeah. had an opportunity mm. late well, on. A few posts were hit stuff like that as well. well. Yeah, I, I mean, it was, you know, it was. I think Ronaldo. I. Th- it's almost like he needed the last game. Yeah, the, where he, where everyone suddenly went. Are you going to do this or not? Yeah, and yeah. even because he would would have been furious with himself. Well, exactly. The first game, you know, against Germany, very difficult. He did okay, um, but to pick that up. Sorry. Um, but uh, he, you know, he's played well for Portugal. He's done all right and stuff. But he can always blame other people against mm. Denmark. He was the one who was saved by his teammate, yes. and, I th- and I think he needed that moment. Probably good for him, actually. Yeah, exactly. And and he's got a brace. They're through, and they're looking in good shape. And you'd fancy them to beat the Czechs. Yeah, I, th- I think it's funny, isn't it? Because we saw Portugal in the first game. I thought, oh, I don't know. No, I was impressed. Yeah, I know with you them. were, but, but I've been very impressed with Portugal. But, but well, I mean, Jim and I and Peter had a few sort of question marks over him. And now it looks like they could have got a really good yeah. chance to be in the yeah. semis. Really yeah. clicked. Well, I think I think the first match. I think we said at the time Ronaldo looked really sort of um, isolated. He nobody yeah. was giving him the ball. He's just kind of just up there by himself. Mm. Which, he likes to. He, he doesn't like to play as that sort of out and out striker. But it's just um, the situation dictates that he he's kind of the focal point for everything. But the thing is that maybe he, he's beginning to trust his teammates more because he probably looks and thinks, "Oh, Helder Postiga, yeah. you know, where's <laughs> Iguain or Benzema or these types of players? Oh, I'll do it myself. Or oh, well, I'll, you know." And after that last game, maybe the manager said to him, "Look, look, mate, they rescued you there. Yeah, you yeah, know." Yeah. Some respect. I think yeah. on the Holland side of things, I would have preferred to see Strootman start in the middle instead of Van der Vaart, as I said before. But it certainly seemed to give him a little bit more of a link up between sort of defence midfield and attack. But mm. again, with Holland, the egos thing comes out, and I think it's true because it manifests itself in just the amount of shocking decision making by each player, especially Robin. Mm. Yeah, Robin's decision making for this, yeah. these three games has been dreadful. Well, Robin certainly looks like one who doesn't want to pass. Um, yeah. It's almost not out of greed, it's just out of, he just doesn't want his opponent, the, the players on his team, to have the ball either. Yeah. It's, it's really bizarre, sort of head down, sod it, play yeah. for myself it, it, kind of thing. Again, you, you think of the supporters. I mean, England, um, you, you look back over the years, you know, we've, we've had some, some all right squads and, and failed to kind of jail and one thing or another. I'm not saying we're going to win, we would have, should have won anything, but we, we should have done a bit better perhaps. Yeah. And I know that the Dutch got to the World Cup final last time round, but. But as a fan, you look at that team. You know they were the you know second favourites behind Germany and Spain, mm. losing all three games. Yeah, yeah, well they started very brightly, didn't they? Against started good very sides, well, admittedly. And they were, they were the team you know everyone was hoping they would be for the first sort of say twenty minutes or so. But yeah. they just lurched back into their bad habits that they've had in the past two games and just mm. just. just 
poor. Yeah, yeah. England uh, have done so much better than Holland, even if they get tonked by Ukraine, yeah. which is just <laughs> what the hell. <laughs> I, th- um, I think, but even 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 the um, even the changing of personnel for this game, Holland didn't need to win it and win it by a couple of goals or whatever. Mm. And so they they made these changes that, in a way, a lot of people have been calling for. We started with Huntelaar and changing out Van Bommel because it was a bit overly negative and it still didn't work because mm. the attitude of the players isn't correct yeah but even aside from that you know they, they are they've been criticised for being a team of individuals which is fair enough I think none of them have delivered not one of them mm. you know Van Persie's missed a hell of a Hunter, yeah, he really has. Hunter just not been in the games. You know, Robin's been very selfish. You know, Schneider's been ineffective. Just I thought Schneider's done okay. Game. In a decent first game. Incidentally, what, what does Van, what does this mean for Van Persie at his, um, at his domestic club? I don't think it means anything. No, no, I, I don't think that you know that's going to have any effect. Arsenal are still going to badly want to keep him. Loads of other teams are still badly want to going to want to sign him. You know, are international sides getting harder to play for? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly seems like it, doesn't it? Um, I, th- I thought it was good with the, the Dutch and um, Portuguese game because it, uh, it made for a really open game. The first half was very open. Oh yeah, the first good, half was great. And um, that nanny chance, the second made an amazing save from mm. nanny sort of towards the end. Point blank, it's just like I would have lifted that into the into the roof. It was just, oh yeah, you would have finished it, no problem. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you had the game wrapped up by then. I would have so really done some Roy the Rover star stuff like yeah. Ronaldo. And I, th- I think actually speaking of Ronaldo, I actually think that Bentner's just spurred him on. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> there's a genuine threat here to Europe's best player or one. I, I think I can see it. In yeah, <laughs> Ronaldo thought, yeah, I'm going to have to at least score the same amount of goals. Before we go off Portugal, we've got a tweet from um, at our holes eighty four who says Bruno Alves equals a Portuguese Jaws hashtag Bond villain. <laughs> yeah, it's a good shout. Good. We were talking about this in the last show about how they're a boy band. Bruno Alves would have to be the um, Jay from Five. Yeah, he'd have to be the songwriter mm. because he, he wouldn't get in that side otherwise. They're no. a very metrosexual team apart from Alves, mm. who's <laughs> frankly just a terrifying man. Um, but <laughs> I think you'd see Pepe is as well. A bit. Yeah, he is. Yeah, actually, yeah. Th- they sort of pan them out so they're not metrosexual because of those two. Just, it does sort of look like they live in a cave. Just yeah. those. Two. But I think if well, they Pepe's were Brazilian as well, really, yeah. isn't if it? they were a boy band, I think on their second tour of their second album, Bruno Alves would bring the guitar out, wouldn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah white yeah. shirt undone, the sort of the, the belly. There button, you're talking yeah. beads and stuff, yeah, and the guitar, you know. Yeah, and if it was electric, double electric, guitar, yeah, maybe. and he'd be the thinking girl sort of like crush who <laughs> yeah. loved the boy bands because he'd be a bit more rugged. And, uh, yeah, tough man. You imagine if he gets run over, the car will come over badly. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah big time. Uh, the other game in Group B. Uh, was Denmark versus Germany the Germans won 2-1 the Danes go home it's a shame for the, yeah, the Danes they've been good didn't they but they were just they were in a group of death mm. and they got killed <laughs> um, <laughs> they don't actually die do they? <laughs> I don't I know. Know. you yeah. have been terminated yeah <laughs> um, Podolski uh, Arsenal bound Podolski yeah. Yeah, he got the opening goal he had a bright game actually I thought yeah. it's it nice to see him finish uh, very well on it, with finish his weaker foot as well on his Ta- foot. take a moment Jim probably save one of his goals <laughs> his goal in your, uh, your favourites because in about December time when he's not scored a single goal for Arsenal you can go yeah. he is good <laughs> yeah. I know he's good he's, he hit an absolute pile driver of a free kick as well didn't he one of those ones that's still too fast to see even on the slow motion yeah. replay it was, he basically hit it far too hard for how far yeah. out it was yeah. <laughs> someone in the crowd's in hospital now because of that yeah <laughs> yeah Crondelli <laughs> um, yeah, equalised he's had a lovely yeah, time he has, he really he? has doesn't he and that was another um, header, header from a headed assist yeah head, head, head squared yeah. head square <laughs> the Danes should really try and utilise that more yeah, uh, well, I, think, well I, I actually think Denmark have exploited their set pieces pretty well. Yeah, they're 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 they've done they've done pretty well on that yeah. front. Well, apparently, that's frowned upon though in world football. Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah. yeah. What I was trying to say, Mark, is that they've done all right. They've weighed in with their fair share of English goals, <laughs> and we thank them for it. Oh, and Lars Bender got the winner for Germany. Hey, yeah. lols. lols. Um, yeah, even Germany without a full strength side. 
comfortable yeah. um, with the. the but victory. the problem with Denmark is it just that I mean I know a they lot's been Germany, yeah, yeah well, there's a lot's been made of how how big a giant killing it was when they beat Holland, which is which is obviously rubbish. But they are are not as strong as the other three teams, no, especially no. at the back. And they were exploited by, by a decent Germany team, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the Germany camp, Mario Gomez is upset as he's coming for a lot of criticism and feels it's unfair. Is he's this back in Germany? Or in Ge- well, he said, um, I know from my Real Madrid teammates, that uh, Ozil and um, Kadira, uh, and my family in Andalusia, that people look up to me in Spain. Um, the recognition and appreciation is higher abroad than back home. Mm. Wasn't the fact going into the game yes. against uh, Denmark that he'd had the ball for 22 seconds in total and scored three goals <laughs> it's, about, it's so it's efficient. not bad is it <laughs> so efficient you know what I mean well Mohamed, Sh- Mohamed yeah. Scholl former German player of course was also critical of Gomez work rate and team ethic against Holland but uh, Big Mario wasn't happy with that and he said I don't mind being tickled but what he said about me <laughs> there is no way anything funny there well, it's German, isn't it? But that's the right. I don't want to be tickled. You know, Mehmet Scholl is massively into like his indie like rock music. And is stuff, that right? quite, I used to really like him back in the day because of that. But he has proved himself since to be a bit of a bellend. So he's a good player. Oh, Hi- very good. Is he a hipster? Uh, no, I think he's more of a sort of like a Ramstein style like metal right. rock fan. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's definitely not a hipster. He's no Pat Nevin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but don't you think Sammy Kadira looks like he could be a Nickelback? Yes. Yeah. Blatantly. Terrible goatee beard. There we are. Well, the Germans go through with uh, the Portuguese. But what's going to happen in Group C, Jim? The Italy versus Ireland? Italy going to win. Yes. <laughs> By how many? Roy Keane um, will be happy. Either way. I think, <laughs> at least we can all be rest assured that Roy Keane will go home happy. Yeah. I, I think that will be a 2-0. Uh, do, do you think Keane wanted Ireland to do well? Because let's be honest, if they had a done it, he would have been... Uh, I, don't I, don't think, he I get, I get the feeling that Roy Keane would have been happier at Derby rather than Manchester United. I don't yeah. think Sometimes. Roy Keane and the concept of wanting things coexist. Yeah. I think for Roy Keane there are just things that happen. No, you no, if you want it you go and just go and take it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think we were maybe a bit harsh on him last time when we were saying he's turned into a, a bit of a renter quote. I, th- I think that there is a it seems to be and obviously I'm not Irish so I'm not speaking of any sort of authority as usual though. Uh, <laughs> but I think that he is very dis- distrusting and annoyed by the sort of administrative side of it. Yeah, no, no, it? Well not just that but no, what I was going to say was that the fact that Irish Irish fans and, and footballers, he thinks, seem to be okay with failure. They seem to think, "Well, we've got to be qualified." Well, that's so what he that. talked about last time. Yeah, yeah, and 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 so with people like Keane, and and he's, he actually made a valid point in the papers yesterday. He said, "You know, we're told over and over again that players like Robbie Keane and Damien Duff and John O'Shea they're all good players, but h- how good are they? I mean, yeah. what are they winning? What are they doing?" And I think it's a valid point. And Roy Keane's a player who's Risen to the very pinnacle of the game, yeah. and he's within his rights to say that. At least it's an opinion. He didn't. I mean? Yeah, he didn't play football for the enjoyment. He played football for the winning of it. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter. Roy Keane's a winner. It doesn't matter what he would do. Absolutely. He doesn't want to be um, seen to be a jolly minnow. He wants to be a, yeah. uh, a winner. And it's fair enough. This was the attitude he had when he was playing for the national team, wasn't it? Yeah. He, he would get. He would have the same frustrations. And uh, I mean, I think part of that same issue was to do with his falling out with Mick McCarthy, wasn't it? As well, mm. he was really. Yeah. He's really. I, I agree with him I agree with him you know you shouldn't be there just sort of yeah. oh we're happy to take part really oh, it's well, all, been a, all been a big jolly a nice little sort of football holiday that's yeah. fine for us yeah. but not, <laughs> yeah. not for one of the teams in the well, tournament yeah. well as he said back then stick it up your bollocks indeed yeah. <laughs> but there's like all you've got to do is type in Robbie King Damien Duff and Google Images there's loads of pictures yeah. of Matt on the piss and stuff and, <laughs> and you can tell obviously Roy King's not going to dig that is he he's yeah. not that sort of person no. so he's not going to like but at the same time he was already nicked up in 2002 and went home you know when he when he could have stuck around, but I know this is a bit of a different yeah, argument. Yeah. But you, you understand what I mean. Ten years ago, in summary, Ireland will be beaten by Italy. <laughs> <laughs> Spain versus Croatia, but, a two-all draw. 
But before you go oh, on to that, right, yeah. would you not think that would you not like to see Trevor Tony maybe play a few of the younger players? And, and, yeah, and, oh, absolutely. I think it's, it's an excuse to try and bed in the, the next generation. Give them some experience. Yeah. Football, Shane yeah. Long up front, James McLean on the wing. Yeah. yeah. A two-all draw would do it for Spain and Croatia, and Italy would go home like in 2004. I, think I can't was. see Croatia getting two against Spain. Yeah, neither can I. Um, uh, Spain for the win, would we think? Yeah, well, no. Croatia have been decent. Mm. Yeah, they have been decent enough. I, 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 I could, yeah, I could potentially see Croatia cause them a few problems. I don't think they'll beat them, mm. but I can certainly see them having a say in the game. It's not going to be all one-way traffic. Mm. It depends on what hat he's wearing, really, isn't it? Yeah, that, <laughs> absolutely right. But we are, I mean, we are once again going for the popular choices, and as the, both groups have already shown, you know, it, it hasn't gone the way you would expect. So, you know, Italy have struggled against Ireland in the past, as we've said before. You know, is, is there a chance of an upset somewhere? Do you think? Maybe Croatia beating Spain. There'll be no pressure on Ireland, will there? So I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. And they will be wary of Roy Keane's comments. They will want to go out with a bang, you know, give the travelling support who've been so good something to really sort of smile about and take home. Mm. But I mean, uh, being wary of Roy Keane's comments, it's like a, a, like a misfiring air conditioning unit in the corner of the room, isn't it? It's, it's always gonna, the hum's always going to be there. <laughs> yeah, uh, indeed. Um, and Croatia, uh, bad uh, things have been going on with some of their fans. They've been officially charged by UEFA uh, the Croatian FA of course for improper conduct uh, of their fans which included racist chanting and racist symbols directed at Mario Balotelli during mm. their one-all draw with Italy I did like what Bilic said again more praise for the big man he said it is a big problem all around Europe obviously with regards to racism um, and all around the world and on behalf of the whole Croatian nation I'm really disappointed as a Croatian as a parent as a sportsman and a person who comes from a modern open-minded and tolerant state everyone is welcome in our country I don't like these kind of supporters and nor do my players brilliant that is absolutely brilliant should be applauded and it's also good that UEFA seem to be Com- acting quite quickly as well yeah. Yeah. comprehensive yeah. I would have quite liked a PS and there's plenty of things to pick on Mario Balotelli about apart from his race <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> let's make that very clear yeah that might not help but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah but not well done the- Bilic again <laughs> I, want, I want to see Bilic progress to yeah, the next yeah, round you know <laughs> I, um, was it not? Was it not something to do with the, the Croatia fans setting up a firework in their end as well? Which, which yeah. when they it's just, what, is that right? Yeah. How does that help the team at all? It just hinders them, idiots, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So in their end or in one of their ends? I mean, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that would have been spectacular. It's about like your last couple of days, Peter. You <laughs> <laughs> Um, is that why your voice is so croaky? Have you put an actual <laughs> firework in your mouth? It wasn't my firework. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't by choice. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, in Group D, England um, are trying to be charged by UEFA um, for a, an apparent pitch invasion against Sweden. I didn't yeah. see that. We were there. Yeah, yeah. nobody didn't saw happen. that. What happened was, was when England scored the third, there was obviously um, a jubilation in the England end. Now, I, I know for a fact that... Um, it was possible to get in the England end without a, without um, yeah. a ticket for that section because we did it. After uh, the well, match. no, we did it after the game <laughs> when it was finished, and it was just a big party going on. But um, a couple of people I know did that because the, the it's ticket very open. Well, the ticket allocation was a bit strange. As of course we were uh, in with the Swedes. And we whatnot. could have probably done that. Oh, you you could have done. And so there was. What I'm saying is there was more people than what there should have been in that end. So mm. when they scored, everyone jumps around, and there was a slight overspill mm. down the front. There was absolutely. I'm obviously over the other side of the yeah. pitch, and there's a lo- low of stewards like twice the amount of stewards in those small amount of England fans yeah. and they were for the whole yeah. of the Sweden fans which apparently annoyed a few of the England fans like, oh come on we're not doing any and there was, a, there was a man standing on the front um, sort of wall separating the uh, you know the, the dugout to, to the um, actual supporters and he was just standing there one of the Sweden supporters and yeah. I was thinking why isn't anybody telling him to get down he's yeah. just standing up yeah. Yeah. So, um, but the FA are, are trying to fight them I yeah think. And, uh, so they should I think that's um, 
We'll see what happens, fair. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, more slightly worrying news about the England camp. Apparently, um, according to reports, a Swedish journalist was able to spy on England's team talk and passed on the tactical details to the Swedish FA. This is not just before kickoff because that would be utterly pointless. Yeah. Um, this was um, the days leading up to the match, and this is apparently because... didn't work, did it? Eh? Didn't work. No, no, nearly did though. I, I like to think the, that Roy Hodgson basically drilled his players and did a, a whole theatrical <laughs> acted team talk knowing yeah. that guy was there yeah. so right we're playing uh, playing Harty up front <laughs> and the guy's writing it down no keeper no no it wasn't it wasn't a case of that it was a case of um, the guy was in the fourth floor in the hotel and, in, and the me- this meeting room is in the third floor and someone didn't draw a blind over one of the, the windows and so he looked in with his, with his colleague and he was like they're having their team talk I love this and he said I grabbed my binoculars why did he have them yeah. uh, and along with my colleague we were able to watch for about 40 minutes um, and take notes on what England were, were, were going to do and he passed it to the Swedish FA but they knew Oxlade Chamberlain wouldn't start and Andy Carroll would Okay, so they knew that. Is there any sort of rule governing that? Surely it must be. Yeah, that is. I don't know. Close your, close your blinds. It? It's the close your blinds rule. So what you're trying to say to me? Is, <laughs> try and, yeah, what you're trying to say to me is that they did that, but they still didn't win. Well, do you know what we've? Uh, the, I mean, Kiev's been taken over by Swedish fans, yeah, yeah. and it's been great because they're they, they've been they've very been gracious in defeat. They're a yeah. wonderful um, set of supporters. They really are very handsome men yeah. and women, and, uh, and women. We, we knew that. Yeah. We knew that. And uh, but they're they're adamant that they should have beaten England. Yeah, yeah. quite Everyone we've met. Yeah, yeah th- they say good game. We should have won. Well, we touched yeah. on that. We touched on the fact that last yeah. on the last year, but I mean, the people we've spoken to since have also sort of echoed that. Yeah, I mean, because we sort of because we sort of replied because we're very British. Like, oh well, maybe, maybe, and then like you walk away from them and you think, no, wait a minute, <laughs> <laughs> we scored more than you did. Yeah. Where's that bloke with Fort Cons eighty two on the back of his shirt? Oh, he's been deported. There was, there was a really, it was a really angry old England fan the way into the stadium, wasn't oh, it? Oh, it was amazing. Where these Swedish fans. In the, all paint, face painted, usual stuff. I think a couple of them might have been dressed as women, mm. uh, which is hilarious. It's hilarious to uh, Ukrainians. Yeah, it's like, really funny yeah. when they see men dressed as women. But yeah. um, not the most I had to tell them I wasn't actually a woman. Yeah. Uh, but um, the, like, the couple of the Swedish fans saw this guy in English shirt who was this really horrible, like fifty-year-old yeah. idiot, unmarried. Yeah, clearly. I don't know what he was playing. <laughs> anyway, he was really aggressive. And this, this couple of Swedish fans just shouted in obviously quite broad Swedish yeah. accents, Who are you? Who are you? And he just turned around, Who the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> We're England! Yeah. Was really affronted by it. Yeah. Yeah. Does, didn't understand Bantz. No, no. <laughs> Poor Bantz. Yeah. Bantz had yeah. passed him by. It wasn't, it absolutely wasn't. Lovely banter. <laughs> <laughs> but well, it has been great in in, uh, in and around Kiev because the rapport between the English and the Swedes has been brilliant. It really yeah. has been. We've been, I saw it. we've been drinking with a lot of them. Yeah. We've been drinking. With, uh, I think I, we, 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 you might have drank with every single one. Stop making out that I'm a big drunk. You drank just as much as I did. Do you want another one? Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, I met a Swedish man who had a Sheffield Wednesday tattoo. Yeah. And stuff. I said, oh, uh, Roland, Ro- Nilsson. Roland Nilsson. Roland Nilsson. Roland Nilsson. Yeah. He dropped to his knees and went, Roland Nilsson, did he? <laughs> I said, I'm not him. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> another handsome man. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so uh, well done, the Swedish. Mm. The Swedish. Yeah, they've, been a, they've been a credit. Zlatan's took it well, hasn't he? Do you know what Zlatan <laughs> said? <laughs> this is beautiful. Some journalist asked him yesterday, uh, who do you think is going to win now? And he said, I think it was, I might be getting this slightly wrong, I don't give a shit, I'm going on holiday. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Latin should media train people in future. I like just it. to I, make the game more interesting. I love it. They said before the, the, the Swedish coach sort of said before the game, give us team talk in the change room. He went right, Latin, you know, captain and that. Um, you got anything to say? Well, I'm off on holiday tomorrow. If we go out, so <laughs> yeah. you'll do what you want. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> a win-win for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, good old Zlats. Um, <laughs> I just uh, imagine being on the plane to his uh, holiday destination. Would you like a uh, gin and tonic, sir? I don't give a shit because I'm on holiday. <laughs> <Yeah>. And yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, who, do fa- who do we fancy for the uh, for the group group deal? We fancy him to, to be Rooney's back. Yeah, Rooney's back. I, I, I I'm worried. A massive slip up. I'm really know. worried. Mm. Not even a slip up, just you know, because Ukraine need it, don't they? It's, it's the kind of worst case scenario in terms of where Ukraine are. Uh, mm. because they're going to have to fight tooth and nail and you know they were decent in the first match the, the France game was so disrupted as well but, it's, it's a bit of a strain but Ukraine need to win so I'll just set up reactively again mm. absolutely and just hit on the break I had a great chat with a Ukrainian fan in the bar last night mm. Yeah, I'm saying and, and I, by the way there's been some great Ukrainians oh brilliant right? yeah, yeah. Mm. this guy's from Kiev we've not, we've not met a racist yet supporter, <laughs> right? supporters uh, Dynamo Kiev and, he, and I, I, obviously the bar was quite loud so it, and there was a bit of a language barrier so I couldn't hear him that well mm. and he was he's talk- probably slagging you he off was basically, he basically started talking for ages about how um, he loved English football and all this sort of stuff and he started talking about a Dynamo Kiev legend and so I automatically assumed he was talking about Shevchenko yeah. and he started saying oh yeah and he was really good in, in England yeah, for ages and I was thinking are you sure, Paul? Well, I thought I didn't want to sort of besmirch his character. <laughs> yeah. I thought he, well, he wasn't Red Bull. Was such a hero. <laughs> Do you think like, the state media have been like selling his performances? Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, he scored five stuff. goals in a match. Has he? Does well, Chelsea sort of play in a Milan? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, at the very end, I actually realised he was talking about Oleg Lushny. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. the tractor. He loved as well. Yeah, <laughs> let him. Let him love him. Yeah. Um, indeed. What about France, Sweden? Uh, well, I'm hoping that, as we said before, Sweden will do us a favour there, get maybe get a point. Mm. Um, but the French look very strong, don't they? I think they um, do. You know, I, I think I France think, will beat Sweden. Actually, yeah, I yeah, do. I do. Which would be very demoral- fervently demoralising for Sweden. But um, yeah, just France look really, really into it. Sweden look a bit swop- sloppy. You know, France are really hitting the right form. Uh, what, what, I was going to ask you boys actually. I haven't had a chance to ask you. What do you think about um, Ashley Young so far? He's been slightly quiet and disappointing. Hasn't I know we he? touched I mean, about it on the last show a little bit, but you'd play him against uh, against Ukraine, would you? Yeah, we, yeah. We, we need we need him to turn up. Is the problem? You know, I think obviously he has to be on the pitch to have the chance to do that. But well, he's not been as talk creative. Of Wal- Walcott as, being out with his hamstring, so is that right? I thought it was his calf. He did to be holding his calf on it when we saw it. I've not read anything. Uh, it, about did, it. it did say hamstring. It did say hamstring. Okay. Well, well I think that would be the bigger question: Would you play Milner again, or go with Walcott if fit? Mm. It's whether you want, want the draw or not. That's yeah, the, exactly. The thing. That's, no, I'd, uh, I'd play. I'd set up that I did against France and hit him on the break. And you yeah. what with Oxley Chamberlain? Uh, yeah, <coughs> probably would. Yeah, is that instead of Young and Rooney in behind? Uh, Cole's yeah. a lot stronger. And, I probably and, would. Do you drop Young and Carroll? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, I think, think Carroll will go. Be I thought Carroll had a great game against. Oh yeah, absolutely. yeah, but that, he was there. To, it's a, this, and this is the thing. Different tactics for different games. <laughs> yeah. And each, and each, you know, and each um, piece in that particular chess game has to understand that you know you're part of a plan that may not um, happen every squad, single yeah, match. You, yeah. you, 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 may, you won't play every match because, to be quite frank, you're not. I don't know Gary Lineker or Alan Shearer. You know, yeah. you, 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 you're well, Andy Carroll. <laughs> yeah, it is my sort of um, limited imagination of England. When I saw Carroll was starting up front, I was like. So what's plan B? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, we yeah. started it, but of course it was Walcott. No, I quite, I quite like the idea of England setting up as an against France, and then maybe mm. if it's not going great, half hour to go, switch it up, put Carroll on, play get like the, against Sweden, get the big man on. Mm. Their, their performance against Sweden would have been a lot better. They didn't just make basic errors. Yeah, it, yeah. it wasn't a fault. It wasn't the fault of the system. No, it was yeah. individual sort of errors really and decision making. First goal was silly. Second was just sloppy defending for me. Yeah, so it, it was. Just, yeah, and they yeah. did give the ball away a lot. But when when England did go three two up, um, they looked comfortable. Yeah, well, mm. I, there were still a few sloppy errors, but they kind of 
shored it up a bit more at the back and they thought right let's just calm down no. now the danger and that was good the danger is because it's such a positive result and you get such a euphoric thing you mm-hmm. you know that they they forget those mistakes yeah. and they forget that it has to be ironed out and that confidence um, almost replaces the mm-hmm. focus on what needs to be done to get the result you know um, so I, I hope England well, are, are, are set up as you say in a reactive way and know the sort of mm. really know how much they have to put into this they'll have to put more into this than the Sweden game just because the stakes are so much higher I think yeah. I think the, the, the good thing is as well without if England were to get carried away Hodgson wouldn't let that happen Gary Neville certainly wouldn't let that happen no. and I don't think Rooney would because Rooney's like right I'm, I want to join the party here yeah. you know and, yeah. uh, and get stuck in so, so Rooney will be well fired up hopefully he won't get sent off no so, you, <laughs> you know as, as, uh, I think, as I said on the last show Hodgson's big challenge is to keep Rooney in check mm-hmm. and we keep, th- we keep seeing Rooney and think, oh, I, I don't know about you guys, but I see him occasionally. Oh, he's really matured as a player, you know. I mean, yeah. he went for that massive run in, in the Premier League last season, not being booked, didn't he? Yeah. But then every so often it'll be Montenegro. Punctu- it'll be punctuated by things like Montenegro, yeah. and he lets himself down. So lads on tour, but oh, he's, he's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's he seems far more aware of that. He's he said in his press conference that you know he made a mistake and he's now you know bearing the punishment yeah. for that. So it's in his mind. So well, maybe hopefully he'll be able to keep his head. Maybe this is what he needs. I mean, he's been watching the last two games from the sidelines, which must have been agony. Hmm. And bearing in mind, he's one of our pulling his players. new hair out. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, so there we are. There we are, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, let's have let's have one more tweet um, right. before we uh, before we leave you. If, um, you. if you'd like to get involved, by the way, it is at football ramble. At so, football uh, ramble. Uh, this is this is from uh, at slate underscore dog, and he says, oh. uh, "Which would you rather be attacked by? Ten duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck?" Hashtag real life quandary. Uh, that real life? <laughs> it's not a real life quandary. <laughs> yeah. uh, let me put your mind at rest, Mr. Dog. <laughs> that is we'll, not a real life yeah. quandary. We'll never let Marcus pick tweets again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So are we? Are we? Agreed That's the quality four? of the tweet. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, he's picked the best one. I said. I said we'll pick the best ones. Look, up. It's, it's a good tweet. Let's get round to the, answering the question. Thank you, Jim. Right. If we if, if we're a group of four, I think we go with the horses. Because the, you know you can just pick them off. How, how, how many was it? Ducks, or duck-sized horses. A horse-sized duck is Ten. terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Think how big its mouth would be? <laughs> It'd be like a dragon. <laughs> it would be, it's basically a dragon with feathers and no fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how loud would the quack be? Oh, yeah. it'd be devastating. Yeah, but it, it, that that would be the scariest thing about it. Yeah, but it, it, no pace. I'll take the horses on all day. No, yeah, no I'd no, say the, oh, the duck can fly. To be honest, oh, the duck yeah. will be the duck will be like dying in a mercy because. There's not enough bread in Greg's to <laughs> be able to set his, his hunger for bread. You're from Newcastle and you know that isn't true. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Paul. I think there's other places you can buy bread, Pete. Well, other than Greg's? Yeah. <laughs> Where would you get your yum-yums from? They're a staple part of your breakfast. <laughs> not if you're a duck. <laughs> not true. if you're a duck. I was gonna, yeah, ducks... Uh, if I yeah. hear that sentence one more time, honestly. <laughs> not if you're a duck, so Pete, not if you're for? a duck, piss off everyone. I think... As a collective... I think the small horses, we could take the small horses as a collective. Yeah. I mean, they'd still be pretty hard, but you just kick it in the face. Yeah, I'd, ki- I'd just ki- belt it in the face, I'd side the of the head. Shit out of him. I'd, I'd stamp on him. <laughs> I'd, fa- I'd fancy the big duck. Stamping on horses, the picked answers. <laughs> <laughs> I'd fancy, I'd fancy the big duck. I, I'm never going to sleep again. Think, think about that big duck. Or you could pick up one of the small horses and use it as a club to hit the others with. Yeah, but he bite your fingers off. No, yeah. but you you get his back legs. No, but it would kick you. Yeah. Yeah, but you're holding his legs. Can we have better tweaks next time? Yeah, maybe. I'd like to them around like um, two, <laughs> two anyway, roller skates. To try and rescue the end of our time in Kiev, let's do a bit, a bit, a bit about Kiev. What's the highlights? 
Apart from the beautiful architecture and the lovely weather and people. I've, I've, I genuinely think that the it's tournament quality, football, the, quality, the football at the time has been amazing. Yes. Yeah. The, the atmosphere inside the stadium versus England Sweden was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, despite England not having as many fans uh, as, as Sweden by a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually read um, today there's, there's been a bit of, tr- a bit of trouble outside between England and Sweden fans after the game. But really? I, I didn't yeah, see anything see any like that. that. No. No. Really. Yeah, well, uh, now that... that Depends what they mean by trouble because I was talking to um, a couple of Ukrainians yesterday and they were saying that well there was a bit of trouble between England and Sweden in the fan park last night and I said what happened they said they were chanting at each other which we we saw them do but it was all in good spirits and then she said and a couple of um, um, beers were thrown into each end and then the the security just went in between them I thought that's really not much if you're going on England that's that's yeah. just just fun. But it's like what you, you were know? saying in, uh, while we're having uh, lunch. You were sort of saying that, it's not um, fun, but compared of, to what it's been, let's a just lot of like it. news agencies um, in different countries have sort of said because you said like Sweden used to have a little bit of a hooligan problem, but they just sort of kept on um, not mentioning the fact that um, the Swedes had uh, yeah. done some terrible things, and they've just mentioned other countries. It's like oh look at these well, pigs, look at these, yeah, basically yeah. England. So look look at look at these pigs in England. Yeah, that's what, and, 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 yeah. and that's the that's the way to sort of deal with it to a certain mm. extent. So look at those guys over there. You don't want to be like them. Which is what Scotland did to England. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, I, overall, it's a beautiful city. I've had a really mm. good time here. I think they've actually done a really good job of hosting it. As yeah, well. I do they, as like, well. They've transformed thing the, the city into it feels like a festival of football. And yeah, it's it's just beautiful. There's you know there's these lovely outside bars that they've put up, and there's there's just sort of you know red blue sort of lights everywhere making yeah. everything feel a little bit sort of dreamlike. The yeah. fan park's really well done. The green the volunteers and the green t-shirts are very good as well, yeah. helping yeah. you out. Yeah, it's good to see. Like, so they seem to be like um, students, don't they? Yeah. they? A lot of them. 24-hour drinking, Pete. Why are you saying, Pete? We were all out <laughs> together, and I actually wanted to stop drinking at 7am, but Lord uh, Ramble wanted to continue. Uh, I wanted Pete. apple strudel. Yeah. I, had, I, I was in a sushi bar this morning at 7am. Who was the last person to come in? Guilty. There you go. 7am <laughs> sushi. I don't yeah. even like to, I didn't have any. You got a raw fish hangover today. <laughs> yes. I got a raw deal. Yeah. Um, so there we are. But uh, yeah, Kiev, come and visit Yev. Yeah, beautiful. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly went for that, but I thought, no, I'm not going to. Um, so that's it. Uh, this is uh, uh, us um, in Kiev saying, saying goodbye. But we will be back um, in a couple of days in, or so. Uh, yeah, exactly, with uh, the rest of the tournament's action. But we will be from our base in London <laughs> base <laughs> <laughs> and what a base it is Rumble HQ there we are on the ground hideout <laughs> say goodbye Jim goodbye say goodbye Pete goodbye and goodbye Luke goodbye and goodbye from me to your buttes Spasiba Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.